Now, you describe a condition that many on the left would argue could be ameliorated by all manner of government programs and subsidies and the like. And yet what you document in your book is that for decades, Native Americans have been lavished with a variety of of programs and funds as well. And the results have been abysmal, analogous in some ways to the war on poverty in this country. Speak a little bit to that. So we have absolutely sent billions upon billions of dollars to these reservations. And unfortunately, a lot of it just sort of stays in Washington in the bureaucracy that's known as the Bureau of Indian Affairs. Um, Indians like to call it bossing Indians around instead of uh, the other acronym for the BIA. Um, And what happens is now there's actually one BIA staff member for every hundred American Indians. Um, So they're basically just tasked with micromanaging the lives of American Indians. Um, There is also a lot of corruption that goes on uh, both at the BIA and in tribal governments. So a lot of the money gets sucked up there. But primarily what's happened is that we have kept sending money there, but we haven't actually created any kind of economic development. Most of these reservations have no private sector. Most of the jobs are either with the federal government or the tribal government. Um, If you look, for instance, at the Northern Cheyenne Reservation in Montana, the unemployment rate is 78%. Basically, you just have to wait for someone to die in order to get a job. And so I want to, you know, of course, talk a little bit about the causes of this, you know, how it is that we have come to the point where there's no private sector on these reservations. And that is really, uh, you know, the fault of Washington at this point. Um, The the reservations, this is something that I think few people really understand what a reservation is. It means that the federal government is holding the land in trust for Indians. The only other people, by the way, that we hold things in trust for are children and the mentally incompetent. So it's pretty shameful that in the 21st century, that's how we treat American Indians. Um, But that's the case. And so the result is that American Indians really don't own the property on the reservations. They can't buy it and sell it among themselves without the approval of an official in Washington. They can't uh, get a mortgage to buy a house, for instance, because they don't own the land, so the bank would never give them a mortgage. Um, They can't get equity to, for instance, start a business. A lot of Americans, if they wanted to start up a small business, would immediately go take out a second mortgage or a home equity loan to get capital that way. And American Indians, unfortunately, do not have that kind of access. 